Well, hello everybody. We are so happy to be here. We thought we'd gather around the table and just have a little talk and share a few things that have been on our minds and hearts. And of course, once again, it's the Godswell Bench, Mary, Ruth, and Nina. Nina. Yes. And the Father has been taking us in a different direction mm. for this the last few months. And we just want to let you know the kind of things he's been telling us and the new direction he has been taking us. If you've been following our podcasts, mm-hmm. our Shalomed, our e-blasts, mm-hmm. you will know that we have been, well, really, Nina has been posting some phenomenal stuff about mm-hmm. translation, transfiguration, how we need to be walking right now. And, you know, just the other day, I was with my daughter watching some movie, and I'm saying, every single movie that is in the theaters right now has spiritual lessons for us. There's mm-hmm. always a spiritual bent. So we shouldn't just be looking at, oh, this is a great movie. When you go in there, ask the Father, what do I take away from this for my growth, for my translation, for my transfiguration, Mm -hmm. even for my trans relocation. Mm -hmm. And I know Nina has posted a lot of stuff about Enoch and Elijah and just her walk the last few months. Mm -hmm. And because I'm not with Nina and Mary a lot. It's it's nice to be here, and we just want to pick her brain a little bit about what the Father has been telling her. Yes, so go ahead, Nina. We'd love to hear from you right now with what you'd like to share. You know, um, the traveling that we've been doing, I call it traveling a journey that we've been on as a bench has been mm-hmm. pretty tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, we have had a different year every year. Yes, we have. <laughs> There's not one year. Mm-hmm. We've been on this journey together for four years. What's so exciting is that <laughs> Papa has put us together, we'll say this now, as an eternal bench. Right. Um, we are an eternal bench that will do Papa's will in obedience throughout eternity wherever he has us. And so we don't limit ourselves to our work on the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. We engage with our scrolls wherever our scrolls lead us. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes the bench is working together as three. Sometimes mm-hmm. the bench works as two, while the third one is working on mm-hmm. behalf of the bench in another dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Papa is teaching us how that will work as a blueprint for others that will follow. It's not right. just us. Right. It's not just us. No. It's the journey of sonship 
that and is moving mm-hmm. from glory to glory right. and beyond, mm-hmm. like you said, Mary. And so we have been privileged. I, <laughs> we can say, right, ladies, this has been an acceleration process. Oh, my goodness. Um, we have, every year has accelerated us mm-hmm. into the next year. I'd like to throw in that we have been in a process of preparation individually, step by step over the past number of years. Mm -hmm. But four years ago, it gelled and the three of us came together for the purpose of what Papa has for us as a bench. And so it's been like a liftoff time. Mm -hmm. And as Nina said, it's been different every year and it's accelerated more every year as we've been obedient As Nina has said in a number of her podcasts, it requires love, loyalty, and obedience in order to be seated in Papa's heart doing what he wants us to do. And how could we not? He is irresistible. (laughs) I like that. Mary, you come up with a really good point in that each of us could sit here today and talk about our journey that got us even to the sonship journey, our journey of obedience Mm -hmm. and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Our journey of obedience and sacrifice. We all have stories of physical ailments, uh, spiritual um, attacks, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, um, relational challenges, and uh, other personal things that have worked to develop us mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. and us as a bench, you know, and strengthen our faith in what Father wants. Because if we're not strong, it's like if you go to the gym and you don't have a strong core, you're not going to be able to climb the ropes. That's right. So, what Father's doing is teaching us how to strengthen our <laughs> faith. Mm-hmm how to strengthen our legs as we walk and our back to carry those who need carrying in for a little while until they are old enough to be able to walk. Right. And it's also been an opportunity to build character. First of all, being challenged makes you find out what you're made of. And if if you discover that you need to be made of more, you press in as I've pressed into Papa's heart in order to engage the way he's calling me to through the challenge in order to be sharpened. Iron sharpens iron, and we've been able to do that also for each other. But it's all been for the purpose of glorifying him. You know, as a bench, uh, it's not always easy to have three uh, and three women at that. We all know how women can be. Three body, souls, and spirits <laughs> getting nine together. Of <laughs> nine of us. Yes. Getting together, staying focused. We all have different personalities. Mm-hmm. We have, listen, mm-hmm. there have been times we've disagreed. There's been times where we in ourselves have gone through uh, challenges in terms of just working through Normal human stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we want you all to know that we're... <laughs> we're not super 
Superhuman. We are just not yet. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, we're just working. Say, I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. But we have challenges, and we have stuff we have to lay on the altar. Yes, oh, yes. absolutely. We are not perfect sacrifices. Yes. And we have to give up. Like Mary, you said, it's about liftoff. Mm-hmm. If we in Florida right now, and on the. Uh, at NASA, they prepare for a long time, mm-hmm. building the spaceship okay. mm-hmm. and training the the uh, astronauts how to live in zero gravity. Now, we plan to live in zero gravity, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In the cosmos, because every planet's gravity is different. Mm-hmm. So, what we what we engaging with every day in in as we sit in father's heart is how do we transition mm-hmm. from the earth come on without going by way of the grave correct to be able to continue and never complete our destiny scroll because more Come things on. are added Come all the on. time. Right. But how do we transition from here, natural. from the natural, to supernatural. to the supernatural, mm-hmm. to become everything that we can be for eliminating sin in the realm of creation? We're mm-hmm. not just talking about the earth. Right. We talk about the realm of creation, yes. all though that junk that we've put up in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. the satellites that don't work anymore, and all kinds of stuff. Um, we need to clean it up, mm-hmm. just like you clean up your house and you tell your kids, clean up your room, you can't live in a mess like this. Father is saying, clean up your stuff. Mm-hmm. We can't live in a mess like this. Yes. Absolutely. The animals, the trees, the water, the air. And so how do we do this? Now, I know Nina's been accelerating. She's a little ahead of us because our assignments are different. Mm -hmm. So, Nina, you want to talk a little bit about your acceleration? Yeah. um, As you all are hearing this podcast, uh, I will be in the cosmos doing the things that Papa has for me to do that he has written on my scroll, Um, walking out, functioning in the cosmos as the rest of the bench is functioning on the earth to do what he has asked for God's will to do. Um, this podcast is to be released after my transfiguration and translation. And I want to share with everyone who's listening that it's part of my scroll to set the blueprint for mankind, humanity, during this time and season. Um it's an introduction of Papa and who he is and where he's taking the earth and the realm of creation right now in this time experience. It is the introduction of Papa and Papa asked me to partner with him 
with transfiguration and translation to introduce the season of the greater works, the season of preparation of the hearts for what Papa has in terms of what he calls his little judgment for the earth, the cleaning up, as Ruth was saying. It's not his final judgment, but there are things that must be done that are on Papa's heart, and he's looking for sons to help him engage in the process. And through my yes, he has been able to show the world and the realm of creation that he means business, that he is looking for mature sons who will surrender everything. Sons who will be completely obedient. And some of you will get a chance to see Ruth and Mary in person after this podcast and will be able to talk to them more in detail in terms of all of the experiences we have had, I have had, and our bench has had to get to the process, to get to where we are right now at this moment. As you're listening to this podcast, it has been a rough and challenging time for me as I have agreed to lay down my life, not unto death, but unto transfiguration and translation that sometimes felt like death on several occasions so that the frequency of the sacrifice that I have said yes to will open up a door for every son to step in. Papa said that, Nina, uh, as you have created this frequency of transfiguration and translation, every son that chooses and has faith to believe Mm -hmm. can step into it, and they will not go through what you had to go through. I said to Papa, if everyone had to go through this, no one would want to transfigure and translate. They just wouldn't want to do it. It's just, it's it, it 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 would just be too difficult. It has been since December the twenty first, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty one. Twenty one. It's okay. Thank you. She's already ahead of us. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I have being able to engage in the thought process of what I had before has been challenging. So many times I have to get corrected on the things that I'm saying and what I'm doing because I'm just wiped out. I'm exhausted. I am, believe me, I'm joyful. I'm thankful, but I am not in any way going to sugarcoat this because it is what it is. I have had to untether from family, from friends, from those that I love. And it may seem odd. If you're someone who's listening to this, a close friend of mine or a family member, I want you to know I love you. And um, it would have been challenging to explain to you the process of what I was going through while I was on the earth. Because if your mind and your heart is not open at the time, it would be very difficult and challenging for you to receive what I have had to go through. And so sometimes we have to go through things and it's a lonely road. 
It's a lonely path. But I can tell you, as I'm speaking to you right now, you will not regret it that I had to go through this and made this decision because it will open up doors for you to understand who you are in Papa and how you can function as a son and beyond sonship as you can function in every single thing that Papa has given you to function. And there are no limitations in him, yes. not outside of him, mm-hmm. in him mm-hmm. every step of the way. I have been drawn by the Trinity. This is not some fanciful thing. This is not this is not some um journey where oh I think it'd be really cool to just transfigure and translate one day. This is something that Papa has placed within my heart at a very very young age. I did not know what it is. And for those of you that are like, well, how come, Nina, I remember you 20 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, you were uh, 20 years ago, uh, let's see, or 30 years ago, you were hanging out in the clubs, you were partying, you were drinking. I mean, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you were in church one day singing praise songs and in the club the the next night. (laughs) Come on, let's be real. I mean, and I laugh at that because Papa said to me, you know, he wanted me to basically just live a life down here um, prior to even knowing what was written on my scroll. And so if you're questioning, well, how did you go from that to where you are, to, to where you're actually transfigured, translated in the cosmos, it was because it was the timing. Mm. It was Papa wanting everyone to know I'm human just like they are. I'm no different. I make mistakes. I, you know, um, have uh, had missteps. I've had trauma that have happened in my life, various types of things. And yet even in the walk that I've walked in, the Trinity has drawn me to themselves Mm -hmm. every step of the way. It's just a decision to say yes. Mm -hmm. It's a decision to not block them, not limit them, to not stay stuck. Mm -hmm. I had to leave a church of people that I loved and still do love. No matter where I am, I hold them in my heart. Um, I have had to, with my family, not speak as candid as I'd love to because Papa told me he will and talk to them, he will engage with them, because sometimes you just need to hear from him, mm-hmm. you know, and no matter what I say, um, you just need to hear from Papa. Yeah, right. And so I've had to make a decision, Papa, no matter what, I've, I've had to give up relationships. Um, I've had to give up dreams that were placed within my heart for years and choose to follow this path, not knowing it would lead to this, that one day I would be taken from the earth bodily, physically, body, soul, and spirit, taken from the earth to function in another, other dimensions, to function in the cosmos. I want you all to know this is not a process where I was told every step of the way what would happen next. Mm -hmm. Actually, I many times don't have a clue. 
And even when we get together and we engage in Papa's heart, the final decision always lands at his door. Yeah. I have had to surrender over and over and over and over again. I've been impatient at times. I've been frustrated at times. I've been, you know, um, angry at times. And in all of those, I've had to just completely surrender. I had to encourage myself in the Lord like David has had to. I've had these two here, Mary and Ruth, hold me up. Okay. Sometimes literally. Mm -hmm. Literally holding you up. Absolutely. Literally. Mm -hmm. Uh to help me make it through this process. And I want my friends and family to know I honor you, I love you, and I want those who are listening to this podcast that don't know me, I want you to know that Papa loves you. And he, through me and my sacrifice, is giving you an open invitation to step into the more to step into transfiguration and translation, transfiguration on the earth to help eradicate sin on the earth and work out Papa's plan down here, transfiguration, translation, meaning translating into the cosmos to work, co-labor with, the, with fellow humans on the earth to work out what Papa's plan is for the cosmos as we evangelize folks who have fallen into sin um, in the cosmos, those who are, um, who are open, uh, eradicating sin. Um, we're not talking about redeeming demons. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> we're not talking about, you know, we're, we're, we're speaking particularly about beings that Papa has created and what his plan is. And I want to tell you right now, there's some things that Papa just doesn't allow us to know. Even now, there are things that he's told me that those on the earth are just not allowed to know because it's not within Papa's purposes or plans yet. But when the fullness of time comes, in each and every one of your scrolls, you will get the peace that you need to step out, if you're willing, in extreme faith, in love, loyalty, and obedience, to step out into what Papa has for you that will be beyond what you've ever dreamed or imagined, and it will be like no other. You will, you have never seen what Papa has for you to step into. Mm -hmm. You've never seen it. You've never experienced it. It's beyond more you can even imagine. And through my transfiguration and translation, it has thinned the veil between the natural and supernatural. Those on the sonship journey and engaging in Papa's heart will be able to engage in and out of the supernatural and natural realm as easy as walking, you know, in and out of a door. Okay, the season has come upon us, but you must have a heart preparation process. And you must have Papa's approval yeah. to step into such great works that it will put any superhero movie to shame. Mm. Okay? 
I don't care what they develop in these dimensional realms. There's a lot of movies focusing on different dimensions. It's nothing compared Mm -hmm. to what's really out there. It's Mm -hmm. nothing compared to the dimensions that are in Papa's kingdom. Nothing compared to it. And so, ladies, let's just talk about your feelings as to... What is going through your mind in terms of just how we function, how we are to function as a bench where one of the bench members is in another dimension, another realm, another dimensional um, place? I just wanted to encourage people who say, well, I can't do that. Just think about for people who have been up north or in places where it's very, very cold. There's a snowstorm and the father has to go out there to milk the the cattle that are in the barn, perhaps. Milk the cows that are in the barn. Mm -hmm. And the little one wants to go and help. Mm -hmm. And so the father says, as I walk, put your feet where my feet have been, Mm -hmm. then it won't be so difficult for you to walk to the barn. Well, what we're seeing is Nina is putting her her footsteps. We can walk this path, following her footsteps, knowing that she's already paved the way. It won't be as difficult for us. Perhaps he wants us to do a 40-day fast. Mm -hmm. Um, What I've seen is December, January, February, March, April, uh, a four-month fast. uh Not total um total avoidance of food but for those who will not see Nina yeah before she leaves she looks totally different she is not the Nina with the high energy dancing and and even by her speech you can tell she has changed from one day to the other, she looks totally different. Yesterday, I said, I looked at her and I said, uh, what did you do? And she said, what do you mean? She looked different yesterday than she did the day before. And so my, I'm sad, yes, but the joy is I have more help for what I'm going to have to do here. So I'm asking her, can you be one of my governors? And she'll say, well, let me check with Father. He may say no, because she's just beginning the next page of her scroll. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so I'm happy for her. However, 
Mary and I, we hanging on to each other and we saying, we're going to do this. And we're not bringing another person in because we are the bench. We are a maternal branch. Right. That's right. Father has put (coughs) us together. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who says, oh, Nina's gone, who are you going to add? We're not adding anyone. That's because we will still function. We are continuing to function. We will just function in a new way. And that is because we have been made into an eternal bench. So Father God, Papa, still has his design for what he has created and his purposing for the three of us. And because we've said yes, this love, loyalty, and obedience continues into eternity, into infinity. And that part is for the joy set before us. Mm-hmm. So yes, in terms of transfiguration and translation, when things change, it does mean that we again bring our souls and our bodies into alignment to work with that change. And it is a process. Our spirit man is very excited, very much aligned with all of this. And our souls are growing up and healing. And our bodies are receiving this information and then coming into cooperation for it. And our bodies are also being healed of the things that our bodies stored that happened to our souls. But again, this is part of what we have signed up for. We are here for such a time as this, here being in creation, in the cosmos, in the place that Papa has put us. So each one of you, wherever you are, are also on a journey with Hashalush HaKodesh, with the Holy Trinity, learning to keep the intent of your heart sewn into theirs, and also learning of the reality of the journey that never ends in that sense, and the excitement and the joy and the challenge and opportunity of each scroll, each line of our scrolls unfolding, and then each scroll being unfolded is what we want to engage with because our hearts are sewn into his Mm -hmm. and what he has it has been said in scripture what is going to be before us we cannot even imagine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so our encouragement here is to understand that we are in process as well but we embrace it we are going forward even though it's costing on the one hand We will not hold back from that opportunity. And yes, it is a sacrifice. As far as we know, it is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But we will make this a sacrifice of praise, Mm -hmm. a sacrifice of worship. Mm -hmm. And if tears are used, then thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And our tears are gathered by Papa and are being turned into things that will be used for his glory. Yes. So I don't mind shedding the tears of being moved so deeply. There is no other way to express, not even words, to express the awe and the humility and the wonder that we feel for this particular process. I know, Nina, some people are going to be curious about some of this process for you. Mm -hmm. And so you pressed in diligently 
and and you did not look to the left or to the right. You just went farther and farther in as they drew you. Can you describe some of that or part of that? Sure. I, um, I've had in my life, in my life, I have had um, several incidents where I've been physically ill, actually, um, for long periods of time. And one of the times I was ill was even even when I was young, like ten, I don't know, ten. Well, my in, twin sister in grade, school? in grade school, when my twin sister got sick, I would get sick, but it would always take me longer to heal. Like she could, you know, it would take her a few days. It would take me like a, a week or more or You're a couple about of weeks. Childhood, childhood when I was young, yeah. And my mom can can share about that. By the way, my mom is amazing. My dad, too, is, too. He, I love my father. I love my mother. My mother is a, is a seer. She's a, I, she's a mystic, whether mm-hmm. she sees herself yeah. as one or not, because she's very much can see into the supernatural. I get a lot. She's very open about talking about that. And I, a lot of uh, that opened up the door for me to really engage in it. But so um, I've had a series of just being ill, whether and, and it wasn't with any specific disease or anything. It was just a physical. Actually, no one knew what the issue was. But you know, sixteen weeks in the bed, flat on my back, that type of thing. Learning how to, you know, learning how to walk um, from a, again. You know, taking me two years to get to that point where I could go back to law school. So, but all of those really in a sense, paled in comparison to this. Papa was uh, giving me one journey after the next to prepare me for this. It was, um, you know, when I just, the beginning of December of 2021, the beginning, uh, I just knew something was happening. And Papa gave me revelation on transfiguration, translation, and these things to teach, revelation in the beginning, and all these things without my even knowing that I was going to actually walk through some of this stuff. You know, I was just being obedient, just speaking and teaching what he wanted me to teach, engaging with Enoch, Elijah, Elisha, Moshe, um, some of my other governors in the cloud of witnesses, and getting an understanding, transfiguration and translation, and also understanding, okay, Enoch transfigured and translated one way, Elijah transfigured and translated another way, uh, Yeshua was taken and was translated up after he, you know, was obviously transfigured after his... No, he didn't really die. He just... <laughs> he didn't. His body didn't even corrupt. So, but right. after he laid down his life is what he did um, for us. So my process is totally different. It's different. And that Papa wanted me... As I begin to understand and know, Papa wanted me to walk through the process of transfiguration so I could be ready to translate. But I didn't realize it was going to be such a so physically taxing on my body, mm-hmm. so much to the point where I was basically in the bed. Uh, I was in the bed for weeks, barely getting out. Maybe sometimes getting out to eat. I mm-hmm. would go through periods of. Um, uh, this sounds strange, but it's true. I would get downloads like a matrix of numbers that would um, seem to to program 
be seeming to program something in my body where my eyes would consistently flutter and my speech would be halted or interrupted and then it would be hard for me to speak English. It would be hard for me to mm-hmm. to function in a normal way with my writing. That's another reason why I withdrew because I couldn't really speak to people. I didn't know when these uh, episodes would take place. I would go through convulsions. My body would convulse where someone could possibly think I was going through an epileptic seizure or something like that if I were walking out in public, but it would physically tax and exhaust my body so much to the point where it was a heaviness. I felt as though I was carrying around, my body was carrying around uh, a tremendous amount of weight. And when I went through the situation where I felt near death, it felt as though every single thing in my body was being um drawn out it's almost like i could i can i can tell what it's like to be nearing your last breath and where you have no foundational energy you know when you're healthy you have a resource to pull upon mm-hmm. um through this process i did not have a resource to pull upon and whatever was there was so shaky uh, i didn't really know what it was and what what i I didn't know what my foundational strength was. So uh, Papa said that he would make the most challenging part of this process in the beginning, which was like the first 40 days going through it. But from there, even to this point, I've had some times where I've had some deeper episodes where they've drawn me to themselves again. Um, as a hint, something was going on, and that was intertwined with something else that had to take place. And oh my goodness, what a process, what a journey. Um, uh, sometimes it would be barely even difficult to stand or to walk. and um, Barely. You were barely able to stand and walk. Yes. And, move. and yet there were a couple of assignments that you agreed to where he supernaturally strengthened you in order to do those things that you were called to do. That is correct. There was a conference that I had committed to, and Papa told me to to be very careful about making any commitments moving forward. I made that commitment the, the prior couple months, several months prior. Mm-hmm. Of course, I didn't know this was going to happen to me. And um, I, in that particular assignment, um, what they did was they just gave me the ability to do what I was called to do when the teaching moments came. But after that, there was some sustaining, but it wasn't a full sustaining in that I felt every um, every, every, every pain, every uh, uh, discomfort, every exhaustion that I could feel in my body, I still felt it. Mm-hmm. It was not, you know, there's times where they pour out upon you where you feel supernatural, mm-hmm. like you just, there's nothing... You don't feel like there's anything wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be stopped. You can't be stopped. You feel right. right. You feel just powerful. That wasn't that case for the conference that I had with uh, Oaks Rising. That was a case where they just sustained me. And boy, was that an amazing conference. And I met some wonderful, 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 amazing, loving, loving people, mm-hmm. um, which um, I still love to this moment mm-hmm. and will hold in my heart as I'm in the cosmos doing the things that Papa has for me to do. But, um, you know, it was being committed. It was Papa saying, don't worry, 
like like I got you. Don't worry. You, you I'll get you through this. And it's been tough because I've had a lot of people ask me for speaking engagements, people wanting me to come to various different countries, and I've just had to tell them, hey, I'm, I'm going through a season right now where I just have to, uh, I'm not allowed to set any obligations, and I must, I must engage with the Trinity so much so that I know their voice, so much so that my body, soul, and spirit is, com- is, is completely aligned, completely in sync with the voice of the Trinity because I'm getting my instructions particularly specifically from Papa as I'm also getting guidance from Yeshua and Mama Spirit as well. So that's been the process. Uh, I I have actually had so many supernatural things happen. It's hard to explain. I've had beings in my room, um, angelic presence, um, beings showing up, a translation angel, the same translation angel that showed up for Enoch before Enoch was about to be translated, actually showed up a couple times to me and then at the end of the journey was with me until I translated. And then also, you know, I have a watcher that's assigned to me as well. Um, And then, of course, all of the beings in the cloud of witnesses that are there to give me guidance to walk this part of the journey out. And Papa himself has told me not only how proud he is of me, but how proud he is that I did not break under peer pressure because people thought you're crazy or you're doing something that's just not what you're supposed to be doing, but that I held to his voice and to the commitment of the scroll that I made. And that's very important. I want to say this to you all that Papa's going to ask you things that may seem weird and crazy. The cool thing is you can just point to me and say, well, Nina did it. And, uh, and it doesn't, and, and it wasn't, it's not a one-time thing. It's not just because Nina did it. No one else can do it. No, Nina did it to open up the door so everybody else can engage too. But peer pressure, especially as a, as a believer in Yeshua, as a person who calls themselves a Christian, I don't, I'm a believer in Yeshua in the way Folks like the label of Christianity. If that's you, that's cool, that's fine. But peer pressure and not allowing anyone else to dictate your scroll mm-hmm. and what you're supposed to do because you're only accountable for yourself. I can't sit there and say, well, my mom and dad told me not to do it. And you, <laughs> Papa will look at me and say, is your mom and dad God? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No. That's right. Yeah. Papa is. Yeah. So... People are going to say, well, uh, Nina's been on this journey for five years. Why her? And why not mm-hmm. some of the forerunners of the sonship journey that are alive on the planet right now? Right. Why would this opportunity be given to her and not to somebody else? I think one of the clues, though, Ruth, is the scroll. Each one of us has a scroll, and each one of us has that opportunity to obey what's being revealed through our scroll. And so it's not on their scroll at this time. They have things that they are called to do that they are sowing into even now for the sake of creation. And so this is on Nina's scroll right now. But um, that is what occurred to me and that I felt like that I would respond with. Is there something you want to add, Nina? Well, 
for, for what I remember, mm-hmm. this didn't start, this journey didn't start four years ago when we got on to the Sonship journey. Because I remember visiting Nina in her apartment and she was working full time. Mm-hmm. She was running uh, church, uh, classes at church. Mm-hmm. She was uh, working with the Bar Association. Mm-hmm. She was a prayer coordinator for her church. And she was doing deliverance and praying for people. And at two o'clock in the morning, she was up because Father said, I need you to spend time with me. She didn't go to sleep. Two o'clock morning, she's up. And then six o'clock, she'll take a shower and she'll go to work and work all day and do her stuff at church and come back. And that was her life for uh, quite a while. And I said, looked at that and I said, I love, I love to sleep. <laughs> Father, do I have to do this? And he said, that's not, that's not your assignment. Mm-hmm. Her assignment is different. And you go ahead and sleep because the day is coming when you're going to have to give up mm-hmm. what is dear to you. It may not be sleep. Now, for me, I, can, I would rather go to sleep than eat. Okay, but he said, there is a day coming where you're going to have to give up stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay, as long as I can sleep, I'll be willing to sacrifice. Now it comes time, Mary and Nina, for us to start sacrificing. We have to sacrifice this relationship with Nina in right now in this current form. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No. But it is necessary. Yes. And as we walk this out, knowing that Father is giving us the strength to do this, the rewards for what we will be able to do to eradicate sin, even in our sphere of influence, and help others, because there's a... a, um, a book and a movie in South Africa talking about the power of one. Yes. About this little boy. The power of one bride on this journey is explosive. So if we are one in spirit and our souls are one whole, and not fractured, mm-hmm. and our spirit man is one on the outside. So body, soul, and spirit is one. It's the power of one individual. She, she has the power right now. She is one individual mm-hmm. who will blaze a trail for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Through the power that Father has given to her. So we looking at this and we're saying, well, this person should have gone and this person's been on the journey for 50 years, but 
it's about sacrifice. She looked at her scroll and she said, okay, what do you want me to do? And he said, I need you to spend time with me. Uh, all the stuff you've been through, I need you to write a book. And she said, no, I don't want to write the book. But she was obedient. Mm -hmm. She, she was transparent mm -hmm. with stuff mm -hmm. that she wanted to share, that father wanted her to share. Mm -hmm. She may never have wanted, mm. but her sharing encouraged somebody else. Mm -hmm. Oh, whoa, Nina. Oh, my goodness, she's so amazing. And yet she's been through this. Therefore, I, it gives me strength to be able yes. to say, oh, I can go through this too. Yes, right. So we're not looking at saying, oh, whoa, I have to do this? No. We have to look at our own scrolls. And if you don't know what your scroll is, you better get with the Father or you're going to miss the train. Hmm. You don't have your ticket. Because you didn't do what you needed to do to get where you needed to go. You don't graduate from kindergarten without doing the work. You, yep. can't do, you can't graduate from kindergarten and say, okay, I'm ready for calculus. When you can't even add one and one is two. Mm -hmm. And you don't understand how the father operates with the letters and the numbers and the assignments that he's given to us. You said a key thing. And when you talked to Father, he said, this is not your assignment, mm -hmm. at least not right now. Yeah. And so that's a very important thing for us to remember, for all of us to remember, because there should be no comparisons. There is no comparing when we each one have a role to play. Yeah. And that role is considered very, very important to the Holy Trinity. So this really needs to be a win-win situation right. where we encourage one another to win the race mm -hmm. each one of us are set on. Now, yes, it's going to look different. And yes, it's different. Even the three of us are different in our individual engagements with our individual assignments. And we've had the joy and opportunity and privilege of coming together for this particular assignment as he's been grooming us building us, challenging us, and challenging our character, yes. and challenging our faith, yes. Yes. and challenging us to turn to him, to turn to them for everything, which is the wonder of it. Because on earth, as parents, we want our kids to stop turning to us after a while and grow up and, grow up and do their own thing. Well, there is a process where we do mature and we do come to a point where we speak to each one of them and they say, well, what do you want? But at that point, that is because we have been fashioned so much into the image of Yeshua. We are so sewn into their heart that they want to give us the freedom now to do something for them. And they entrust that privilege and that opportunity to us because they know, and we know, we have passed all those tests of obedience and loyalty and love. But the other thing is, if you ask him for something that was not really on, was not really what he wanted to do because of your sacrifice and love, he will make the accommodation for you. Mm -hmm. So 
And we have evidence of that right. with Moses and Abraham. Well, no, but with us. Oh, a while yes, ago, true. Father showed up with Nina and said, okay, it's time to go. And she was reaching out her hand to him. And I said, no, no, can't, can't you, can you wait a few more weeks? Mm-hmm. I need to see her again in her human body, in her human flesh. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay. And she pulled her hand back and he pulled his hand back. So he will accommodate us, but it will not stop the process. Right, right, right. It may interrupt it for a little while. Just to be able to say, I appreciate your sacrifice and what you're doing for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And I will allow this right here, right now. In scripture, we have evidence of that with Mary when she turned to Yeshua and pointed out the lack of wine. And they changed their timing because of what she requested, because she had so aligned herself with Yeshua and with Papa. And he loved her. And he loved her. Well, I know that this transfiguration and translation may come to a shock to a lot of people in that we've talked about it for a while, I have, Mm -hmm. on this sonship journey, several months, maybe even a year, I think. But to actually have it happen and just to understand that it happened is a different thing but what I want to say to that is um, with those who are considered forerunners we honor them who have really stepped out there in faith in extreme faith in the midst of um, Mm -hmm. ridicule and peer pressure and they have decided to walk out their scroll. Likewise, I do want to say for everyone else that's listening, now is the time for you to step up as a forerunner. Um, you are all forerunners mm-hmm. in your own right with new revelation and knowledge that Papa has only for you that's on your scroll, that you are the one that is to release it. Mm-hmm. And so we are not to be limited by other forerunners' revelation, but we are to take their revelation and gaze with it as we pass it through the eye of Papa, right? The heart of Papa. Um, we tell folks all the time, in our teachings especially, don't just take what we said, Correct. take it to the heart of Papa. Every mm-hmm. forerunner out there, you who, are, you who are listening as a forerunner are responsible when you listen to other forerunners, your co-forerunners, you are responsible for vetting out that truth through the yes. heart of the Trinity. Absolutely. If you don't do that, you're falling down on the job. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what will tend to happen is the sonship journey will be no different than the church age where there's just a few people or there's one person that's set up and there's a group of following underneath yeah. that person. And that is not Papa's plan for sonship. Papa's plan for... Sonship is sonship is the tool of the journey that will help every one that chooses to be a son to step beyond sonship into their eternalness, into the next glory, right? 
sonship is not the end. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's just the beginning. It's the open door. Right. So, so right. we are all responsible for for uh, stepping up to the plate in our own right and acknowledging and accepting the fact we are a forerunner in some degree. And just as important as all of the others that are out there teaching right now and just as responsible for the truth, for the words that come out of our mouths, that there be no mixture in what we're teaching, that... Uh, our hearts are connected and that everything we do goes through the heart of the Trinity. Everything, every engagement, every encounter, every revelation, every speaking as an oracle, it goes through the heart of the Trinity. If not, we are responsible for those that we, um, that listen to us that are not mature enough or that are immature spiritually and that just take everything that we say is truth, right? And and just goes and runs with it mm-hmm. in an irresponsible way. This is a new time and age where Papa will only give the approval, that ticket to get on that train, to those who have passed the test. Right. That means emotional maturity, mm-hmm. not just spiritual maturity. I have had engagements with individuals that are very spiritually mature, yet emotionally immature Mm -hmm. in how they relate to people and how they connect in relationships, spiritually saying one thing, but relationally exhibiting another. Mm -hmm. Um, Enough of that. Papa wants us completely congruent in all of our ways to love one another. Even if we don't agree with one another, Mm-hmm. We must love one another. Yeah. Papa will sort out disagreements. And sometimes we have different perspectives, which is why we may teach things differently. Mm-hmm. But allowing us all space to grow, to allow Papa to correct us, to be open, to be corrected by Papa, mm-hmm. right? And the Trinity and the rest of the Trinity, um, so that we can all attain what we need to attain. This is a time like never before, folks. This is a time like never before. It's exciting. It can be um, a little anxietous at times and, and a little nerve-wracking because you're totally and completely in, in, in faith with blinders on, really, putting one foot in front of the other. Completely, completely trusting. Yeah. Completely trusting. And if we as a bench had not chosen to do that and been in agreement mm-hmm. um, as a threefold cord, mm-hmm we wouldn't be where we are today. Mm-hmm. We would not be where we are today. So um, in closing, uh, you know, I just want to say that um, everyone who listens and hears this, the sound of our voices, know that we love you. Yes. yes. Know that we really love you. Know that Papa loves you. Yeah. Know that he has his best intentions for you. Mm. And he wants you more than anything to understand that you are supernatural. You are one of his kids and you're just like him. And he wants you to live like it. Anything else? 
No, it's wonderful. And thank you, Nina, for everything. We love you, Nina. We'll see you on the other side of the cosmos. (laughs) Yes. We're always connected. You know that. Heart to heart. Absolutely. Always, always connected. So I love you, ladies. Yes. What a journey. Just beginning. Just beginning. Mm Mm-hmm.